Well, as always, thank you so much to all of those who have helped to put our worship service together for Leanne Reidelbaugh, who was our liturgist this morning for our praise team and Wesley Choir and Gary Brubaker, who put all of our music together. Thank you. We um, continue in our series on ordinary saints, talking about how sometimes saints are larger than life personalities and also they're humans, um, just like you and just like me. In some ways, they're ordinary um, and yet have done some extraordinary things, um, done things that have changed the world, things that maybe you or I could do as well through ordinary acts every day. We'll look at Mr. Rogers, Dolly Parton, Aretha Franklin, John Wesley, and the people of Faith United Methodist Church. And this morning, Dolly Parton. Would you pray with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. <clears throat> well, I want to say first, before any rumors get started, Dolly Parton is still living. Um, I don't want this to be like one of those internet things where, anyway. Um, and somebody said to me, um, after I talked about this series, they said, well, but Dolly Parton's still alive, so how can she be a saint? Good question. Um, and here's what I think. <clears throat> I think oftentimes we talk, uh, we think about saints as people who have died. Um, and there's canon around that, and there's traditions around that, of course. Um, but I also think that sometimes when someone dies, we tend to forget about any of the negative or the bad things about them or that have happened in their lives. And for some, that's okay. Um, but I think that it also tends to um, ignore their humanity, that they were human beings. And um, as human beings, we're complicated. We have the capacity for great good. Um, and we have the capacity for bad. Um, we have done wonderful things to one another, um, to other humans. And there are things that we have done that are pretty horrible. Um, now, you can think about that in the larger scale, like the global thing, uh, you know, the global thing. Um, but I think it's also true on an individual level. Uh, I mean, you have not been a saint to every person you've met. We're humans, right? <clears throat> um, we do good and we do not. Um, and sometimes when we compare ourselves to those saints or those that we think of as saints, um, we see them as kind of these perfect people that maybe we can't even um, dream of living up to those standards. And it can be disheartening or discouraging um, to think, well, I, I can't be there. Um, and for some, it's so why even try? Um, <clears throat> so I think that it's important to remember um, the humanity of people which also talks about our sanctification. Um, and sanctification is the process by way that we are perfected in God's love. And that can sound really intimidating. Um, at our conversion, at the time that we have called Jesus Christ Lord, um, we are working out our faith and our, uh, our, with fear and with trembling. Uh, we're working it out um, together with God. It's that journey that we do together with God. Um, in this sanctification. It's where um, <clears throat> we love because God has already loved us and God loves us into our better selves, being perfected in God's love. 
And this is a process that is completed throughout our lives. And you know, sometimes we are doing so good. Like sometimes, you know, you're just feeling like it's all clicking, like, yes. And then there's times when you're like, oh. it just feels like the air was let out of your balloon or you just feel like, gosh, I've just made one mistake after another. I've hurt one person after another, not intentionally. And it maybe just feels like it's just not going well. And in those moments, God is still there saying, let's go together. Let's do this. We're working on this together. So we trust in God and the faithfulness of God. <clears throat> it's a process that we're working on. And so, no, Dolly Parton is still alive. Um, and Dolly Parton is not perfect. None of the people on our list of ordinary saints are perfect. Um, in fact, none of the people who are considered saints probably are, well, they're not perfect, right? There are always stories that you hear um, or tell. Uh, there are parts of our stories that maybe we wouldn't want told. And so with Dolly Parton, she is not perfect. And she would probably be the first to admit this. Um, one of the things that Dolly Parton said in an interview, she said, I don't want to be worshipped because there's a scripture in my Bible that talks about idol worship. And I see that happening all the time with movie stars and celebrities. People literally worship them more than they worship God, and I just cringe at it at times. So it's not worshiping a person, but how God come, shines through that person. Dolly Parton is a human being working on how to live life the best that she can. And I think that we can learn a lot from what she has done to live her faith. So who is Dolly Parton? Now, maybe you are sitting here thinking, I really hope she tells us who Dolly Parton is. Uh, and I am. And also, I think just about everybody knows who Dolly Parton is. Um, maybe by hearing one of her songs or seeing one of her movies or seeing an interview with her. Um, maybe not totally familiar, but you have an idea of who she is. Um, in fact, there is a marketing tool called a Q-score, and it's a formula um, that uh, calculates the most recognizable celebrities around the world <clears throat> and the most liked, um, and it uh, puts those together in a formula. And so for female celebrities around the world, um, there are the most, um, the highest Q score, um, which means they are both um, the most recognizable and most liked. Um, and so this list is Sandra Bullock, Julia Roberts, Dolly Parton, Meryl Streep, Viola Davis, and Michelle Obama. So Dolly Parton is third on that list worldwide. Um, and in the Q score, Dolly Parton has the lowest, least liked number of all. Does that make sense? Dolly Parton has the lowest, least liked number of all, which means that she is both recognizable and very well liked. Um, and in this Q score, she is number one in the country artist uh, category. So she is pretty well known and pretty well liked. Um, Dolly Parton recorded her debut album in 1967, and she's had 25 songs reach number one, 44 albums reach number one. Um, she, by her own account, has written more than 3,000 songs. Goodness gracious, that's a lot of music. Um, she's won 11 Grammys, had 50 nominations. 
1999, she was um, entered into the Country Music Hall of Fame, and in 2022, which is this year, um, she'll be entered in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She has her own theme park called Dollywood. Um, I mean, can you, I don't remember, she's been in movies, she has done everything. Um, she was born in January, January 19th, 1946, in a one-room log cabin. She's the fourth of 12 children. She grew up in the Appalachian area, um, singing the songs of Appalachia. Appalachia. Um, she married her husband, Carl Thomas Dean, in 1966. Um, and there are very few pictures of Carl Thomas Dean um, because he doesn't uh, appear in her celebrity life or to her appearances. Um, she has joked in sometimes that she, he has come to one concert of hers in her entire life. Um, whether that's true or not, he avoids the spotlight. Now, Dolly Parton grew up singing those songs of Appalachia, Appalachia um, and she grew up singing hymns. Her grandfather was a Pentecostal preacher, and so she spent much time in church growing up. Um, one of her songs, Code of Many Colors, uh, talks about just how poor her life was and how impoverished um, her life and, and where she grew up was. Um, her first public singing appearance was at the age of six at church. Um, so that's where she got her start, um, was singing in church and singing these songs. Um, Eventually, obviously, she continued on in many different ways, um, and she was um, on the Porter Wagner Show uh, in 1967, and uh, that started a six-year streak of their duets reaching number one. Um, after um, she left the Porter Wagner Show um, in 1970, that was her first solo hit, and she had many following that. So, there's a little bit about her background. <clears throat> um, I wanna talk about one song in particular because there's such a catalog to pick from um, and so many songs that have lots of really deep meaning to them. Um, but let's talk about I Will Always Love You. Um, and for some people, maybe you're thinking, that's a, that's a Whitney Houston song. That's not a Dolly Parton song. Well, actually, um, Whitney Houston recorded it later, but Dolly Parton recorded it first. Um, and Dolly Parton, in fact, wrote I Will Always Love You and Jolene on the same night or the same day in 1973. Can you imagine? Those are like two of the biggest songs and just wrote them out one night. <laughs> anyway, um, I Will Always Love You um, was released in 1974. Now, as an aside to the song, um, Elvis Presley really wanted to record the song, but um, Elvis's manager wanted Dolly Parton to sign over the rights to the song, which she refused um, and held the copyright, um, and it was not released by Elvis Presley. Uh, and that was a business decision that she made for that music and much of her music, um, which has made her quite a bit of money. So she is very smart um, and creative in the songs that she writes, but also, and also in her business decisions. When Whitney Houston re-recorded the song, Dolly Parton still earned the royalties from the song. Um, now again, that's a business decision that she made uh, for her whole career and her catalog um, to help um, to help fund her career, uh, to fund her life, um, and to pass that on uh, to future generations. Side note, um, <clears throat> but, um, I Will Always Love You was written 
when Dolly Parton was trying to tell Porter Wagner that she was gonna leave the show. Um, and this was a pretty big deal because he had given her her start, essentially, and, and had helped to give her her career. Um, and she was ready for something else. She was ready for something different, to do something else. And so um, she was trying to tell him that she wanted to leave the show for her own career. And as a part of that telling, she wrote this song, I Will Always Love You. Um, the lyrics are, if you um, are unfamiliar, if I should stay, I would only be in your way. So I'll go, but I know. I'll think of you every step of the way. And I will always love you. Bittersweet memories. That's all I'm taking with me. So goodbye. Please don't cry. We both know I'm not what you need. And I will always love you. I hope life treats you kind, and I hope that you have all you've ever dreamed of, and I'm wishing you joy and happiness, but above all of this, I wish you love, and I will always love you. I was gonna sing it, but then I'm like, I can't sing it as good as Whitney Houston, for sure. Uh, I also can't sing it as good as Dolly Parton, for sure. In my head, maybe a little bit. Anyway, um, but it's a great song. Um, it's a beautiful song. Um, it's the song of, it's the song of forgiveness too. Because um, think about being in relationships, any kind of relationship with any human being. Um, maybe it's a friendship or a family relationship or um, a neighbor or um, you know, even just someone you bump into on the street. Maybe it's a romantic relationship. Let's just think about any relationship with human beings. And these relationships that we have with human beings can be wonderful and life-giving. And they can also be hard because there are times when we don't always behave in our best ways. No matter how hard we try, it happens. Maybe you just have a bad day. Maybe so many things have happened that um, have taken your attention elsewhere. Sometimes we just don't behave at our best. And so when in relationship with someone, forgiveness is an important part of relationships. Now forgiveness doesn't mean that we, um, that we don't remember something that happened but we no longer let whatever that is control us. And we no longer wish bad for the ones who hurt us. Now, um, especially in relationships, they're complicated. Um, and it may not be one person to blame. Although sometimes we like to blame one person and say, well, it's all their fault. If they had just done this, then we would be fine. Um, and the truth is that there's probably a bit blame for enough to go around. Now, of course, this is not true in abusive relationships. Um, for someone who has been abused or victimized, there is nothing that you have done to warrant any kind of abuse. <clears throat> that aside, relationships are complicated, and sometimes... There's blame enough to go around. 
I will always love you, is, um, is about this relationship coming to an end. Now, it's about a very specific relationship between Dolly and Porter Wagner, and it's also transcended that. Um, and we can think about the relationships that we've had in our own lives, uh, those that have come to some kind of an end. And when those relationships come to an end, there's, there's a sort of forgiveness that, that can or should occur. Now, both parties of this song or situation have to forgive and let go in order for a new beginning to happen. Bittersweet memories I take with me. And I hope that life treats you kind and you have everything you ever dreamed of. Now, it would be wonderful to say that after this song, this relationship between Porter Wagner and Dolly Parton was great. Um, and it wasn't. Uh, there were some complications, uh, legal complications. Uh, Porter Wagner sued Dolly Parton for millions um, and tried uh, to, to get her, uh, her copyright. Um, and ultimately, towards the end of his life, um, there was some reconciliation bittersweet memories I take with me. And I hope that life treats you kind and you have everything you ever dreamed of. And I will always love you. Now, our scripture today comes from um, one of the epistles. And it says, Therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, close your, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. As children of God, God's chosen ones, as people of faith, as people in community together. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And I will always love you. This kind of faith takes work. Now, for sometimes it just happens. Sometimes you just are open to the ways that God is working. And it, again, it just feels like it's clicking along. And then sometimes we just need to work at it. And sometimes it's more of a work than another, than other times. But we work on it with God. And when that list of things seems like it's intimidating or too much, remember that God joins us. That's the work of, work of sanctification. God is with us in that process. It's not our own strength or our own power, but God who works within us to keep us going. Dolly Parton says of her faith, a belief in God is essential. You have to believe in something bigger in yourself. We grew up believing that through God, all things are possible. 
when she told People Magazine about her faith, I just felt like God was calling me. I have always felt like my music was more my ministry than my job. I just feel that this day and time, we need more people who are in a position to help to try and do something, if they can, to brighten the world a little bit. That's what I'm hoping to do now. Work on our faith with God. Dolly Parton has called her, has called her life working on her faith. And Dolly's faith has called her into a life of working on her faith and her sanctification the same way that God calls each of us. God gave, helped give her strength growing up poor and in an impoverished area. God helped her tell her stories through song. Songs like Me and Little Andy, The Bridge, Little Sparrow, and so many more. Her faith helped her to start Dolly Parton's Imagination Library, which sends a book a month to kids from birth to kindergarten. There's currently about 850,000 books sent out a month. And she does this because her father was illiterate and she wanted to make sure others had access to books and to reading because her faith says, make the world better. In 2016, um, during the Smoky Mountain, Mountain, after the Smoky Mountain fire, um, she gave 900 families um, $1,000 a month for six months, and then $5,000, and then $10,000. She called it um, the My People Fund. And um, when that was done, and research showed that when that was done in tandem with the uh, traditional disaster response, it gave families the ability to make decisions that were most beneficial to them and said that the way, the way that she offered support um, helped, um, was more beneficial for disaster relief than anything else that had been done before because her faith called her to help make the world better. Her faith gave her strength to forgive and reconcile with people who had hurt and betrayed her throughout her career, throughout her life. She said, people say, well, I'm surprised that you talk about your faith. And I say, why not? It's who I am. It's what keeps me going. Now, we can talk about that in terms of the faith of Dolly Parton. But I think those things are also part of us. That's how God calls us to make the world better to live into our faith, forgiveness and reconciliation, love and working on our relationship with God and with others, our sanctification. So what do we learn? <laughs> She's not perfect and neither are we. God calls us into perfection and we are perfected in God's love. Dolly Parton said, I'm not trying to tell anyone how to be. I just say who I am and how I am. And if there's something you see in me that's got a light, then I like to think that's God's light, not mine. That faith that pulls us forward. Therefore, as God's children, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. 
I will always love you. And as we live and as we breathe, may we constantly be working on who God calls us to be, who God sees us as, who God loves. I will always love you. May our faith have action alongside it. And may our lives line up with our faith. And when we fall short, may we trust in God's grace to pull us back. And may we always remember the love of God who will always love us. Thanks be to God. Amen.